If you had to come up with a plan B to retool as a leader in today's down economy, with the experience and knowledge you already have, these are the exact steps you can take to thrive. Welcome to the Visionary Leaders Circle podcast. I am your host, Dr. Ginny Barrow. Leaders want it all. In this podcast, we talk about it all, from how to integrate all of who you are, from developing leadership skills and empowering yourself with a growth mindset in your career, relationships, finances, and even your emotional, physical, and spiritual health. Thank you for joining us. In this episode, Dr. Ginny Barrow sits down with Telly Whitney, a senior executive leader, recognized expert on diversity in women in technology, computer science, and an entrepreneur. Telly works with many corporations focused on diversity in women. She blends strong technical knowledge and real-world experience in software and hardware engineering with visionary leadership skills and an innate ability to inspire people from all walks of life. Telly is so great to have you here and I know that you have this amazing background in technology as a computer scientist and a fellow like music to my ears right to be speaking with you and so I'm excited to share you with my audience who's watching and listening and before we start why don't you tell us Telly a little bit about yourself what you've done and what you do now Okay, so my name is Telly Whitney, and I'm the co-founder of the Grace Hopper Celebration and former CEO of the Anita Borg Institute. I believe passionately that women belong at the table creating the technology that is changing all of our lives. That's really my driving force. I, I came to Silicon Valley a long time ago, <laughs> and at the time, I was really passionate about participating in creating technology. I worked in semiconductors for many years. I mean, I'm really a startup person. I love the idea of creating ideas and, and products from scratch. And it's still, I mean, it's still true today. I'm on a number of nonprofit boards where, and most of them are really small nonprofits with big visions. I love the idea of creating of, of creating a different future. And um, so I'm happy to be here. Thank you so much, Telly. Can you tell us a little bit about the Grace Hopper Celebration? The Grace Hopper Celebration is a conference that celebrates the achievements of women in technology. And um, it was founded in 1994 by myself and Anita Borg. And we really wanted to celebrate all these women's achievements. All the women that spoke at the first Grace Hopper celebration were inspiring. There were about 500 attendees. And Wonderful. at the 2019 Grace Hopper conference, which I did attend, there was 26,000 attendees. Amazing. Amazing. And most of these are technologists of various kinds. They still have a, students attend. There's a large recruiting fair. It's a chance to get internships and also jobs. But the reason why it has grown so substantially is that about there's well over 300 companies that attend Grace Hopper, and many, if not most of them, bring a lot of their technical women. So Grace Hopper becomes an important part of their retention strategy for their workforce. That's incredible. I'm so glad that we're talking about this because this is really important, and I want to get help you also get the word out. Well, thank you. Excellent. So why don't we dive into our questions, given your background and everybody now knows from which angle you're going to be answering. So the first question I have for you, Telly, is 
from your perspective, what are the most critical leadership skills that leaders need these days when we are faced with so much uncertainty and difficulty? Well, it's an, it's an incredible time and it's um, challenging for many of us. And so I think the most important skills are resiliency and empathy. You, you need to approach today with a belief that you're going to get through it. I also think it's important to have compassion and empathy. So many people, so many members of your team are struggling with what to do and to approach what you're doing with, with this empathy is very important. And then finally, the ability to pivot. Right now, I mean, many of the plans that all of us have made were done with a different vision for the future. And so understanding that you still have great ideas, but that you need to be able to pivot and look at it differently is really important. Yes. And so let's talk a little bit about, Telly, how you have been able in your career, which is a very distinguished career in technology, to use resilience and empathy and being able to pivot to succeed and help others and the teams that you've led to, to succeed? Well, if I reflect back on my career, I think that resiliency is and determination is really what has led me to my success. Because for me, what has really led me to be the leader that I am is overcoming obstacles. I mean, at startups where I joined one startup where we only had funding for six months, we had a vision of creating a voice over IP processor. And, you know, we didn't even know if it would exist, but you show up, you create a product, and we were sold to a chip company. I mean, we were quite successful at the Anita Anita Borg Institute. I took over the Anita Borg Institute because my close friend and the, the founder was Anita Borg, had brain cancer. And the organization didn't have any legs. I mean, we didn't even know if we were going to survive. We didn't know where our next paycheck was going to come. And yet we had people in the community that really believed in what we were doing that was able to provide initial financial support. And we kept focused on the importance of women being at the table and clearly continuing one day at a time to move forward. And as I said, it was wildly successful. It became one of the most influential organizations worldwide in this space. Yes, absolutely. And I know I'm a PhD like you are, and the Anita Bork Institute, it's it's renowned. I mean, everybody who's in technology knows about the Anita Bork Institute. Yes. And Telly, when it comes to going through periods like that, right, that are so hard and so difficult. And when everything seems like, you know, this may not work out, but you still persist. Uh, One of the things that keeps coming up in in terms of the themes that keeps coming up is that when you truly believe in what you're doing, when you have a big enough why, you become so resourceful, right? And you're able to articulate that, that mission to the people around you that everybody rallies. So how would you say today that leaders should express or should communicate that why to their teams so that they can enroll them in going through really tough periods of time? How corporations 
um, approach today is really important. And as you said, I mean, one of the most important place, pieces is to communicate. If you look at the companies that are really weathering the current environment, the CEO and other leaders are constantly communicating. They're communicating the vision and commitment of the organization, but they're also communicating empathy and compassion because so many members of their workforce are, uh, are facing their own challenges. And they need to understand that you are going to be behind them. I think that that is the single most important part of any corporation right now. But I also believe it's important to create and communicate a culture of inclusion. So first you need to be able to communicate that. Then you need to be able to you know, create that you want all people within your workforce to have a place. And so how do you do that? Well, with any corporation, it's what you measure you will change. So talk about the goals that you are committed to. Communicate how you're measuring yourself against those goals. And then communicate how you are advancing all the people who are part of your corporation. I mean, particularly women who are working at these corporations, they need to understand the criteria of advancement. And as you and I have both read, women are dropping out at a much faster rate than men. Yeah. And if you talk to many women who actually do have multiple demands on their life, they need to understand how they can advance the criteria. And that is part of the way that you can retain these people that you've gone through such trouble to hire. Beautifully said, Tally. Thank you so much. I'm right there with you. Preaching to the choir, sister, right? <laughs> right. Oh, my goodness. Music to my ears. Music to my ears. <laughs> So let's talk about companies and how they should go about developing their leaders during this time. Because it's true that women need to own it. I know, listen, we were in a field that's dominated by our counterparts, right? Technology, in my case, financial services on top of that too. So it was like a double whammy. And so organizations who are struggling to attract, retain, and develop women and talent and diversity and to bring diversity of thought into their organizations and also into their leadership ranks, right? So that, that we can make decisions that impact the full community and that expresses everybody who's in the community. Um, how should companies approach developing their leaders these days, Telly, in your opinion? Well, first of all, I'm passionately believe that all people need to be at the table creating the technology. I mean, it's not just technology companies. I mean, you mentioned financial services. Most financial service companies are technology companies. And as you said, each of us has our, our own career path and we need to understand how to get ahead. And I think that's important, but I am really convinced that the way that we're going to truly change is at the systems level. And so if you look at what corporations need to do, it's 
once again, as what you measure, you will change. So understand what your goals are. And if you communicate, first of all, to your entire population, your vision of where you want to get to and the steps that you are committed to changing, then that's a great first step. You need to be able to recruit a broad set of people. So understand where you're recruiting from. But that's probably less of an issue at this particular point in our history. What I think is much more important is to retain the people that you already went to all this trouble to hire and to keep them there, to understand that they matter. And most importantly, for them to understand where they fit into your organizational vision. So making it clear, what, are the, what is the criteria for advancement? That's uh, it's right. one way that companies can go about approaching, developing their leaders, communicating the vision, communicating what they're committing to, and also measuring. That's right. So we can say we're making strides or not, right? Well, I can't tell you how many women have shared with me that they do not understand how people are advanced. Um, and so what's the criteria? That's really important. And understanding that you won't, don't want just a single manager deciding on promoting people. Some companies, IBM, you mentioned earlier IBM. IBM, especially Nick D'Onofrio, really set the bar in terms of being able to do this, to be able to look broadly at the company and who is in the pipeline and to make sure that all people have a shot, get the training they need. That's right which requires to have the pulse on what's going on, not simply coasting, which is, you know, unfortunately what ends up happening many times for many different reasons. Right. So thank you so much for that, Telly. So what do we talk about lastly, what advice would you give to leaders today who are looking to develop a unique edge? Once again, I hate to be a broken record, but I do think in this time, it's really important to approach any problem with resiliency, compassion, and empathy. This is really the guiding principle for these very difficult times. It's not just about you getting ahead, but you need to understand what's happening with your team members and how they fit into what you're trying to do. But the other thing is to take risks. In a challenging time like right now, it's very easy to step back and say, I'm scared. All of us are scared. We're all frightened about what's going to happen. Many of us are, are scared that we're even going to have a job. But in fact, what is most important is to be able to take risks, to think about what's possible, to think about novel and new approaches to problems and to go for it. I, I make um, a prediction. There's a lot of people out of work right now. There's a lot of very talented people out of work. And I believe that there is some incredible technology and ideas that people are, are working on in their garage or in their, um, in their extra office or in their living room. And that the innovation that is coming out over this next year or two is going to be significant 
and important. And once again, what I believe is important is that we have a broad set of people that are engaged in that next revolution of technology. Thank you, Telly. And what would you say to people who are scared? Well, yes, great question. So acknowledge that you're afraid. Acknowledge it to yourself and to those that you're close to. What I find is important is to acknowledge that fear and to recognize it for what it is. And when I have that feeling of grabbing on tighter and trying to have no changes, to just recognize that and to figure out a way to let go. Beautiful, thank you. Whew. All right, so if we were to say goodbye to the audience, what would be the last words, Tally, that you wanna leave them with? That each of you has something important and revolutionary to contribute. And I encourage you to take risks and to go for it. Ah, beautiful message, Telly. Thank you so much. If people wanted to connect with you, would they be able to reach you in LinkedIn or any other place? I have a website called tellywhitney.com um, and anybody can reach me that way. I'm also on LinkedIn. I'm on Twitter at Telly Whitney. Um, so I'm pretty easy to find. Yes, good for them, right? And that they'll be yes. able to find you. Kelly, thank you so much for spending this time with us. Uh, it's invaluable to hear your, your words of wisdom about resilience and empathy and pivoting and taking bold risks. So thank you so much, Kelly. Well, best of luck to you. And thank you so much for reaching out to me. I look forward to seeing your new book. Me too. <laughs> thank you, Kelly. <laughs> Take care. If you enjoy this content, subscribe to our podcast and share it with your friends. And if you want to stay in touch and hear from us, join our community to receive valuable strategies and tools at executivebound.com. I'll see you next time.